Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 211 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on October the 1st, 2020, Walt Disney World's 49th birthday, I might have to add there. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh, folks, this is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Cap, what's hey, up? Hey, Pete. I'm not, not much. We're doing a rare right. evening show today. It is. It's, it's like the old days. Yeah. It makes me feel nostalgic for the, the, the first year of Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. We want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete. Kevin. We're catching up on the news today. Yeah, we are. There's lots of news. Um, not all of it good news, but we are going to try to hold our heads high and kind of soldier through it. It's 2020. It's been that kind of year. Yep. We you have to kind of take the good and the bad here, folks. I mean, you know, we we don't like to, you know, we're we're not like going to sugarcoat stuff. Things are there's some things that are bad, um, and I think that you know by by kind of like focusing on like the one really bad thing that happened this week, then you know. It, it it allows us to give a show of support to some folks that really need the show of support right now, I think. Right. Um, all right. So ready to jump into the news? Let's do it. All right. Worldwide news brought to you by our good friend Dave Weigert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Okay. So we got to get to the elephant in the room first off here. Uh, it was announced that domestically uh, Disney parks will be laying off 28,000 employees between Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort in California. I had to read that number twice. 28,000. I mean, we knew that Disney had taken a a huge financial shellacking due to COVID-19. I mean, mostly, like, Disneyland hasn't even opened. I mean, and, and Walt Disney World is just operating at a fraction of capacity. It's. I mean, this is a... These are losses in the billions, with a B, billions of dollars. Yep. And 28,000 people that are losing their jobs. like, And 28,000 cast members, dude, like the best people on the planet. You know, like the cast members, I firmly believe, are just the still beating heart of Walt Disney World and Disneyland. They are... They're a special breed of people who get special training and provide special service. And... You know, so much of the experience is all the cast members, right? Yep. Without them, you know, it, it, and I mean, we, we lost some, we lost some icons, but I also really want to focus on, you know, the 6,246 people uh, at Walt Disney World that have been laid off uh, in the last like two days. Um, most of them are operational cast members deployed throughout the property. 65 were located in Celebration, which serves as office space for much of Walt Disney World's administration. 
marketing and finance departments. 49 are located at Orlando International Airport, which may include retail and Magical Express. 22 are located at Walt Disney World's Creative Costuming Facility. And 8 were listed at a building close to Central Reservation's office space. And these are layoffs that are going into effect December 4th, 2020. And they are part of the non-union employee layoffs that were announced this morning, uh, totaling 6,700 people. You know, it's weird. Like, I, I, on one hand, I want to say, like, we don't take cast members for granted. We talk about me and you talk about it all the time. Yes. Like, we love cast members. And even as much as we talk about it, we do still take them for granted. I mean, every great Disney day you've ever had is because cast members do make it so fantastic. I know 100%. the rides are but, you know, if, if Rise of Resistance is showing us anything, those rides are only working because they have a team of cast members keeping that thing rolling. Totally. So totally, yeah, totally, totally. Every step of the way on your trip is cast members, you know, making that magic happen. They are. And they're, and they're, they're a special group of people, man. I mean, like, I can't say it enough. Um, but there were a couple of uh, particular, like, really big uh, layoffs that happened that I feel we have to kind of mention here. Uh, first of all, uh, we have it from on good authority that the entire cast of the spirit of Aloha dinner show, the Polynesian villagers or Luau was let go. Uh, 411 people were laid off in uh, Walt Disney Imagineering. The grand Floridian orchestra was let go. Now, I, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how often you get over to the grand Floridian. I mean, I assume not every trip, right? I know their history though, but I mean like they are such a cool part of of you know the 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 grand floridian resort like they set the mood so well don't they yeah uh and so here and now here's the one that hurt me like wounded me deep in my soul and i don't know if this is something you've ever experienced but uh yeehaw bob as soon as i saw you were the first person i thought of yeehaw bob jackson after 20 three or 24 years with the walt disney company performing at disney's uh Port Orleans Riverside Resort was let go. I mean, have you ever, did you ever catch Yeehaw Bob's show? Yeah, we've stayed there a bunch. So I've, I mean, I haven't sat there a whole thing, but the many times have I seen him do do his. Uh, oh, Yeehaw Bob is fantastic. Set. I sat through his entire show one time, and it was. I always meant to go back, and I never did because I think I kind of took it for granted that he'd just be there. You know. Yep. Uh, so our our friend Mark Daniel um was not let go let the record show but he uh he posted something on facebook today that i thought was really good that i wanted to read he didn't write this uh somebody i believe somebody from imagineering wrote it and he shared it uh so this is mark daniel posted this on twitter this part was written by mark he said the keystone of the walt disney resorts have always been storytelling well here is our story as cast members employees cast and crew i did not write this that came from a former imagineer all right so here's the part from the former imagineer to my beloved Disney Parks, Experiences, and Products family, the magic one is you. To the student who skipped a semester or two, the magic one is you. To the explorer who moved states or countries seeking purpose and belonging, the magic one is you. To the single parent struggling to make ends meet living in a hotel on 192, the magic one is you. To the older folks who took a retirement job in a sunny state, the magic one is you. To the Imagineers who worked a lifetime to get where they are, the magic one is you. To the interns that will never be, the magic one is you. To the project hires that finally made it, the magic one is you. 
To the leaders with horrible phone calls to make, the magic one is you. To the 28,000 plus dreamers who will be getting some terrible news over the next few weeks, the magic one is you. You came to a land of castles and adventures and happily ever after in the name of a dream. You accomplished your dream. That is a truth that nobody can ever take from you. You sacrificed time, money, and many other countless things to create happiness and hope for others. This shows deep compassion and deep strength. Your sacrifices were never wasted. The magic one is you. This is sad. This is not fair. And this is a very, very hard thing. It is okay to feel whatever it is you were feeling. Your relationship with the mouse might feel complicated right now. It's okay if you need to put your Mickey ears in a box in your closet for a bit. Do what you need to grieve this lost dream. Please take time to grieve. It's a process, and it looks different for all of us. In your grief and in your pain, never forget who you are. The magic one is you. You are a safe, courteous, and efficient showman. You are a skipper, a bellhop, a princess, a ghost host, a rebel, a chef, an entertainer, a technician, an engineer, an artist, a cast member, an imagineer, but you are so much more. You are beloved, you are brave, you are special. You create happiness with or without a name tag. You are not valuable because you worked for Disney. Disney is valuable because you worked there. The magic one is you. To those who had to make this decision, the magic one is you. This was never your dream. This is not what you signed up for. This is not your fault. You are not to blame, and you shouldn't blame yourself. To those who will stay, the magic one is you. Press forward with purpose and strength, honoring the legacy of the 28,000 plus dreamers who leave this happy place in your very capable hands. You do not need to feel guilty about moving on without us. Our impact will be felt long after COVID is a distant memory. We love you and we stand with you. To all past and present cast members, Imagineers and contractors, the magic one is you. Love and warm hugs, a former and forever Imagineer cast member. <sighs> Pretty deep, right? Seriously. Yeah. Like I, I teared up reading that. It's uh so I mean if you're a cast member that was affected by this, you know, if you are a college student who lost your internship, an employ a longtime employee who lost their job, thank you for everything you've done for making our experiences more magical. And you know, if it's your wish to return there someday, we hope that you can. And if it's not, then we wish you well in, in what you do in the future. And, you know, two, there'd be no two men in the mouse without the cast members either, because that's what made us fall in love with Walt Disney World. And thank you to all of you guys, because you keep the wheel turning and that's invaluable. So, uh, all right. You ready to, to move off of this subject? Anything you wanted to add? Uh, there's nothing that really can be added to that. Yeah, agreed. I mean, uh, I hope everyone gets a chance to come back, but... Yes, that's my hope, too. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's going to take them time to recover from this. It, it, it is. It's billions of dollars in losses at a time when the company has spent billions of dollars on acquiring, you know, Bob Iger, my, my one friend calls him the great purchaser because, you know, he purchased Marvel, he purchased Star Wars, he purchased Fox, and, and you know, with, losing billions when you've just spent billions is not a good thing for any company so especially not when disneyland can't even be open right so you know it's gonna take time but eventually they will have to restaff it as as you know crowds ramp back up so fingers crossed all right 
D23 is moving to 2022. Now, originally there was a D23 Expo that was set for next year, 2021, but they, Disney has moved that back. The company announced this evening that the D23 Expo will be held September 9th through 11th, 2022 at the Anaheim Convention Center. So we're still not getting it here in Orlando, as I keep hoping and, and praying for one day. Uh, it'll happen one day. According to the update, D23 Expo 2022 will be a celebration unlike any other and will give fans a first look at plans for the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. That's exciting. Um, Run Disney races have been canceled. Uh, So Run Disney has announced the cancellation of in-person races for both the 2021 Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend and Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. As with the 2020 Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend, both events will be converted to virtual events. The Marathon Weekend was scheduled for January 2021, and the Princess Half was scheduled for February 2021. Participants who registered through RunDisney.com will have the option of receiving a full refund for the race. Those who are registered with a U.S. mailing address may convert their existing registration into the new virtual event that can be completed for from home, a local running track, or favorite running trail. Eligible runners who participate in the virtual race will receive a medal for each distance they complete and the option of a race shirt. Registered participants will receive an email beginning September 23rd with instructions on how to make their registration selection before October 7th, 2020. I don't don't like to run. But? I mean, no, even like cardio, I walk. Like, you know, walking is my thing. I walk four miles a day, and that's how I've lost 30 pounds over the last three months. But um, I can... I get the idea of running through Disney as being something fun. I understand why people do it. I cannot imagine anyone who would want to do this, like, vir- this like virtual race where it's like it's like all the running but none of the Disney. Right. Oh no, thank you. Um, but folks, if you're doing the virtual run, I want to know what it's like. So let us know. Mobile ordering is returning is is uh, ramping up, and it's even coming to some table service restaurants. Pete, I saw this. So Disney Resort hotel guests can place a mobile order for select to go menu items with Sanaa at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, being the first to offer the service. Elsewhere, additional quick service locations have been added to mobile order, including the Market at Ale and Compass at Disney's Yacht Club Resort, P&J's Southern Takeout at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort, and the Boardwalk Bakery and Pizza Window at Disney's Boardwalk. Now, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I told you, I actually just stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge for the first time the other week. I hadn't heard much about it, but you did tell me. It was my girlfriend's mother's birthday, and so we went and we stayed at Kudani Village. Nice. I really enjoyed this resort, Pete. I will, but I will say one thing: um, we got a Savannah View room, which that's that's the takeaway from this experience. Right. If you're not getting a Savannah View, it's so far away from everything else that there really would be no like point to doing it. I've stayed there twice, both times Savannah View, and I felt the same way. And it's funny because I always felt like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to take my kids here; they're going to love this. And when it came down to it, I've actually ever taken them either really? because the cost of a savannah view room offsets the paying for four like now i'm like amping it up more than i want to like actually be able to go right. or the distance is slightly an issue right i mean it's far from everything that's not animal kingdom right so that's that's a thing to take into account when you're planning your trip and you want to stay there but i will say dave weicker did not lie i remember one time on the show he said that he said the greatest thing at Animal Kingdom Lodge is waking up, pouring yourself a cup of coffee, walking out on the balcony and watching the animals, you know, yep. do their animal stuff. And 
uh, our room had a we stayed at a two bedroom villa at Katani Village and we had ostriches and zebras and um springbok antelope and ancoli cattle uh all all in the little savannah area no giraffes because they were in like the main savannah area ours was kind of like an offshoot but right. man oh man was it cool i i really loved it i thought it was fantastic uh, okay, so a 30% discount is now available for annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members through the end of the month. Uh, pass holders and DVC members can receive 30% off select merchandise purchases at Walt Disney World Resort owned and operated merchandise locations from September 15th through October 29th, 2020. Discount does not apply to Walt Disney World Resort operating participant locations, including but not limited to the Disney Store, Disney Char- Disney's Character Premier, Disney's Character Premier, Disney's Character Warehouse, Cast Connection, and any other locations or kiosks that are not owned and operated by the owners of Walt Disney World Resort. So, 30% discount. That's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, resort news. Uh, refurbish, uh, re- the remodel of the Polynesian Village Resort's Great Ceremonial House is currently underway. That means that the parking lot is now full of storage containers, and the front desk has been relocated to a temporary area in the Pago Pago building. Now, this is not going to be too huge of a deal because only the DVC rooms and bungalows are currently holding guests. So it's not really a, a, a huge d- inconvenience to people because the main resort is just not open. Right. Have they changed where the monorail like drops you off? Well, the monorail does not drop. The the um, I actually that was our next piece of news is that the monorail station at the Polynesian is set to be closed at least through February 2021. Okay. So the monorail currently does not go there. But if you are staying there in a DVC room, you can take the monorail to the TTC and then walk from the TTC to the Polynesian. It's a very short walk. Um, The Grand Floridian Resort and Spa has reopened to guests and the walkway is almost done. That means all the NBA players are gone. They're out of there. Get out yeah, of here. Almost. Uh, and the new walkway that links the resort to the Magic Kingdom is still not open to guests, but it is pretty much done. They're just putting some finishing touches on it. I saw some pictures. It looks great. I can't wait to walk it. Uh, if you're staying at the Boardwalk uh, anytime within the next couple months, you should know that the Keister Coaster at Boardwalk is closing for refurbishment. The work is expected to begin October 5th. Through to the end of the month, the pool will remain open throughout the work, although construction will be visible into November. This is the water slide with the creepy clown mouth. Yep. When it looks which like I won't, the, which I won't go to. Yeah, the, it's like the Bart Simpson bed from the Simpsons in the epi- the flashback episode. Where it's like if you die before you wake. <laughs> uh, I've been rewatching the Simpsons on Disney Plus, and I'm remembering what a great show it was. Past tense. Um. Water park news. We actually have water park news this week. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, one of the Walt Disney World water parks will be reopening uh, on March 7th, 2021. Now, there is no information yet on whether that it was going to be Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach or when the second water park will reopen. But both of Disney Walt Disney World's water parks have been closed along with the rest of uh, Walt Disney World since March 20... Or it closed with the rest of Walt Disney World in March 2020. Um, and have remained closed despite the four theme parks reopening. Disney has said that its focus is on a successful phased reopening of its hotels and main theme parks. So the water parks, I mean, we, we've all known for, for years that the water parks are kind of the, the, the redheaded stepchild. Right. So. 
Uh, Disney Springs news. We're going to be spending some time here. Uh, Disney Springs are actually ex- is actually extending its operating hours because more people have been going lately. Okay, that's a good sign. I don't know if that's good or not, <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Uh, but beginning October 9th, Disney Springs will move to an 11 p.m. close on Fridays and Saturdays. It will remain at a 10 p.m. close for the rest of the week. Disney Springs began its reopening from the COVID-19 shutdown in late May and was the first domestic Disney venue to reopen. Also in Disney Springs, Maria and Enzo's has uh, reopened with safety uh, with safety parameters in place. This is the Italian restaurant right there over by the Edison. Uh, weekdays at Disney Springs is going to be a new discount service through October 29th, trying to get you to go there and spend money on weekdays. So it's a new promotional program that takes place Monday to Thursday from September 21st to October 29th with participating locations offering at least one featured menu item at a 20% discount. You just have to mention weekdays at Disney Springs in order to receive the discount on any of the below establishments. Uh, You ready to hear them? Yep. Blaze Pizza. Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. City Works Eatery and Poorhouse. Deluxe Burger. The Edison, Enzo's Hideaway, Frontier Cocina, haagen The Hot Diggity Dogs and Mac and Cheese Disney Food Trucks, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company, Maria and Enzo's, Morimoto Asia, Paradiso 37, A Taste of the Americas, Pizza, Pon- Pizza Ponte, or Point, I don't know how to say it, Planet Hollywood, Polite Pig, Splitsville, uh, Sunshine Churros, Starbucks, Wetzel's Pretzels, and Wolfgang Puck's Express. Also, Dockside Margaritas has reopened. No, I mean, I think people should take advantage when they can. I know they're just trying to even out the, you know, crowd sizes. Yes. Right. I mean, that's typically how they do it. It's yeah. why they used to offer free dining for the parks. You know, they would do it at times they wanted to offset busier times. So, oh, that is 100% got to be coming back, by the way. Think so? I think when, when COVID is over and they're trying to coax people back. You know, it's funny. So many of my non Disney friends are like, how could you even think about going and paying full price? And it's like Disney can't really afford to give you like a, a discount. cheap vacation right yeah. now. So I think it's going to be like this for a little bit. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear from our sponsors and then we'll be back with more of the news after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. 
That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I That's did like that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. All Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends on his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer, folks. Take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey. And renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to KingdomStrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit KingdomStrollers.com. humans my name is morty monster and i'm uh, well i'm a monster i'm here as an exchange student from the monster world where growing up i fell in love with the world of human pop culture unfortunately not a lot of monsters share that passion so i came here to experience all of these things that i love and to share that passion with all of you i do this through my youtube channel with regular video blogs one of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and Friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications, and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you, Morty Monster! Hey listeners, this is Mark Daniel, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse.
I love this song. I have no idea if what I'm singing is actually matching up with the Musical interlude. Yes. Um, it, formerly, uh, people have a- people ask me about this song all the time. It's called. Um, it's either behind the waterfall or beneath the waterfall. I think behind the waterfall, aka the okay. backside of water. Uh, but it was uh, background music actually from the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Huh. But and I love it. It's one of my favorite pieces of background music that Disney's ever put together. So, uh, but we got more news. Uh, we got Magic Kingdom news, which is brought to you by our good friends over at Kingdom Strollers, who will rent you the crib or stroller of your dreams uh, when it, as it pertains to your next Disney vacation, delivering it right to your resort. And, uh, you know, we are going to just let the song run through while we go through this because I like it and I want to listen to it. Um, okay, so I went back to Magic Kingdom. Uh, Halloween is in full swing. You were concerned. I was concerned. Um, so. My girlfriend and I went as, um, I was Robin, and she was Raven from the Teen Titans. Oh, I thought you meant Kermit's nephew. No, no, that would have been cool. I could have sang, halfway down the stairs is the stair where I sit. Um, have you thought about doing a, um, you and Morty do a Kermit and Robin? No, but, um, I think Morty and I are going to do a Batman and Robin at some point, because he has a oh, Batman nice. costume. Oh, nice. Also I works. Now, I now have a Robin costume. Um, my Robin costume was like Arkham City folks I was not like I I need to put it out there that I was not like 1966 Robin with the bare legs Uh, (laughs) I was not um, uh, why am I blanking on his name Burt Ward I was not Burt Ward Robin. I was Arkham City Robin. So I had like the cool like hood that came over with the thing. But so, you know, like there's the no mask rule. And I always assumed that meant like no like Darth Vader masks or masks where we can't see your eyes and stuff like that. So I had like the Robin domino mask where you can like fully see my eyes. They were like, oh, so the security guard goes, oh, sorry, sir. You got to take that off. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to wear them. And I'm like. So the security guard is wearing these big, huge sunglasses. And so I'm taking the mask off because obviously I'm going to listen. I'm not going to fight the guy. But just out of curiosity, I said, if I was wearing those exact sunglasses, would I be allowed in with them? He said, yeah. And I was like, you know that those would cover more of my face than this mask does and cover my eyes completely. He goes, yeah. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I know it's stupid. <laughs> and I was just like, all right. Just so- I wonder if it messes with their facial recognition technology. But why would that mess with it when sunglasses don't? Maybe because it like still like acknowledges your eyes and then it changes part of the face. Huh. Uh, anyway, so I had to be a maskless Robin, but uh, so obviously no trick or treating or anything like that. They do it the, you now. The cavalcades are all kind of like Halloween themed now. You got the villains cavalcade where they play the "It's Good to Be Bad" song from the um, "Boo to You" parade. When Mickey right. and friends come down, it plays "Boo to You," so I was glad to be able to actually hear that. Uh, they also have Jack and Sally and Oogie Boogie on one of them. Yeah, Oogie's on the back, right? Oogie is on the back, yes. Jack and Sally are on the front. And they play This is Halloween as they come through. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what else. I mean, obviously, yes. Yeah, they can... don't have these at set times, right? No, they just kind of randomly come through. Right, because so not having parades is because they don't really want insane levels of people gathering in one spot. Yes. So they're doing these characters, which honestly look like a parade pretty much. I mean, it pretty much is a parade. 
It definitely is. But I, I was thinking about the other day, they must stagger the time so that people aren't just like standing around in anticipation. Well, yeah, they don't come one after the other or anything like that. It's just like the one right. the one comes down and then that's it. Um, the villain's cavalcade is pretty cool because Gaston leads it on the horse. Right. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I, I mean, other than that, I mean, like, you know, it's not like they're doing like Space Mountain with the lights off like they did. You know, I wish they were. Like, I wish they were doing some of those special attraction things, but they're not. I'm trying to think of what else. Like, obviously, no fireworks or anything like that. You can wear costumes, obviously. Uh, you know, any all day, every day at Magic Kingdom now. Right. Just don't wear a domino mask. Um, and yeah, and, and do you have any questions about it? No, I mean, my most of my questions are still about like crowd size. Is this it wasn't. It was crowd? not bad at all. Right. It wasn't the only major weight was Haunted Mansion because it was Halloween and everybody wanted to right. go on. That it. makes sense. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, as long as you go on a weekday, everything is still pretty manageable, and I still felt very safe. But if you go on a weekend, dude, all bets are off. Like that's when, unfortunate. When you go on a weekend, it's like may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Um, the Cadaver Dans have returned to the Magic Kingdom. Okay. And that's big because it means the Dapper Dans have returned to the Magic Kingdom now that the, uh, you know, the contract dispute with the, with the actors union is over, which I'm really glad because I was really scared that like the Dapper Dans were going to be on the chopping block here. Man, how could you do that? Could you imagine? Uh, so the Cadaver Dans have returned. They maintain physical distancing during their performances, which means that their four-piece group performs from the Main Street trolley or on top of the rooftops on Frontierland. Also, some of the Country Bears uh, are often up on the rooftop of the Country Bear Jamboree. And I watched uh, like the, when the Mickey Cavalcade came down while the Country Bears were up there and like they interacted, which I thought was neat. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That it was so it's so funny that like that was such a moment to me cuz like we're sitting there and we see the Mickey Cavalcade coming and I said to my girlfriend I'm like we have to wait because when Mickey passes the country bears I have to see if they interact with each other. Yeah, oh, I would be the same way. Yeah. No, 110%. I know that you of all people would get this. Uh and they did. They did react. They like pointed that's at each fantastic. other and waved to each other. It was awesome. Uh, the People Mover uh, refurbishment has been extended again. When is it until now? Uh, November 28th at the absolute earliest. Magic Kingdom ride closed in the first week of March and has not reopened since. The reopening date has been moved back a couple times. But uh, since the refurbishment began and the People Mover has been seen operating without guests on numerous occasions since the park reopened on July 11th, 2020. Now, do you think that it's really that broken or do you think they're just like, this is one less thing that we have to worry about right now? I feel like we've talked about this. Um, I'm sure we have, but I don't know. I mean, let's face it, right? Like, So they're not going to take on a project like Spaceship Earth. We know that Um, financially that's just a bear. So maybe there's something they they have been always wanting to fix in this. It's not a crazy expenditure, but it would be time consuming. And this is their chance. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. The only thing I can think of. It makes sense. Uh, Epcot News. Chefs de France is reopening. October 8th, the restaurant shut down along with the rest of Epcot in March, uh, but did not open with the rest of the park in mid-July, but it will be it will be opening again October 8th for lunch and dinner, 12.30 p.m. to 6.40 p.m. daily. Uh, reservations are expected to become available. Reservations are available as of today on the My Disney Experience app. Okay. 
So, have you ever eaten at Chefs de France? You have, right? Um, yes. I've eaten there, I think, twice. I always find it pleasant. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a top of the mark have to go there for me, but I do like doing it every couple of years. Animal Kingdom news. A new. This is a bit of news that I love to report. A new baby giraffe was just born in Animal Kingdom. I saw that. Wonderful. I got to tell you, this tower of Maasai giraffes that they have here, they are having babies, dude. Like, they are having babies. They, they're, I feel like there is always a new baby giraffe. I mean, that's a great thing. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm here for it. I love the baby giraffe. But, I mean, I remember I saw one baby giraffe that was, like, so new that it still had the umbilical cord on it. Wow. Cool. Yeah. So this new giraffe was a female. It has not yet been named. Uh, she weighed in at 156 pounds at birth and is expected to join the herd on the theme park Savannah in the coming months, the rest of the tower, because a group of drafts, as we know, is called a tower. A yeah, tower that's pretty cool. So, you know what? I was on the safari recently, and I, I actually, um, we have a Morty video of this safari journey, and um, there were a lot more, like, names of animal groups being dropped. Okay. Like, did you know that a group of wildebeest, uh, besides being called the animals that killed Mufasa, are called a confusion? Oh, no, that's awesome. Yeah. And a group of cheetah are called a coalition. Huh. I found that fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I loved it. Uh, I, lo- I just I love information like that. Uh, so that is on the that is on the Morning Monster YouTube channel, Instagram and Facebook right now. The Dinorama Boardwalk Games are have reopened on uh, at, at Animal Kingdom. Two of them, anyway. The Bronto Score and Comet Crasher reopened as of, as of September 13th, uh, complete with new Dinoland USA-themed plush prizes for winning guests. Each game costs $5 to play per turn. Now, most of Chester and Hester's Dinorama has remained closed since the park reopened in mid-July, uh, with just Triceratops Spin and the shop being available. Disney announced previously that Primeval World is permanently closed. Yeah. See, here's the thing, like with Primeval World permanently closing, they're not going to be able to rebuild anything there for a long time, which means that Primeval World is just going to sit there dark for how long? I've told you, Primeval World, man, people are getting hurt on that ride. Yeah, and I understand why it had to be closed, but like, you're right. It just stinks that like it's going to just be like a broken down ride sitting there. Like you never see that kind of stuff. We talk all the time about things we've never done in Disney, right? Like, have you ever played any of those games? No. Me neither. Not one. I've never spent $5 to play a carny game. I don't know if it's because I live in Jersey and we have the Jersey Shore, but I've literally never even walked over to one and looked at it. I've walked past them because there's there's like a little like food truck back there that I like. But yeah, no, I've never in my life put five dollars down to play a, right. a carnival game. Like, no, absolutely not. Um, yeah, and, and Universal has them too. Universal has them in a lot of places. They have them in the Jurassic Park area. They have them as you go from Marvel Superhero Island into uh, Toon Landing. Those I have played. You How have really? That? Why? Why play them at Universal and not at Disney? I'm curious. I, I can remember I was bored one time, and I think Ethan was little and needed a diaper change. Okay. So I think Heather like stole him and went into the uh, restroom with him, and I was there with my brother, and they had like you know where you shoot the baskets. Yeah. And you know the trick to them is the rims are smaller, right? Right. You really have to like 
arc of the ball high in order to get it to kind of drop in as opposed to shooting like you would a normal basketball. Right. So I knew like we could doesn't really work. Right. So I knew we could both do this. So I was literally just like putting money down and like getting like stuffed animals for Ethan. It was great. Oh, nice. They do have some good stuffed animals over there. They have a lot of like old school Nickelodeon stuff. I remember we got like bears that had like Spider-Man stuff on it and stuff like that. Uh, now, the last bit of Animal Kingdom news. Have you seen this new Disney Plus series, The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom? I've heard about it, but I haven't watched it yet. I watched the first episode the other day, because uh, I think there's only one out so far. I loved it, Pete. It's fantastic. It, it is so... like for If you're someone who... like who, You're like me, and you love Animal Kingdom. I mean, so this follows... Uh, it follows a lot of the male elephants... Um, which like it keeps talking about like the one male elephant is like the leader of the herd, and I'm like that's not even a little bit true because elephants are a matriarchy, and the males are pretty much out on their own. Um, right. But then it um, there's also they 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 focus on a bunch of the giraffes, um, that like one one of them that's like one of like the the older female giraffes that has a lot of the babies. They focus on her for a bit. And they even go over to the petting zoo and focus on a chicken named Popcorn. Oh, great name. Yeah, Popcorn had to um, get surgery. Okay. They had to actually, like, remove her, like, uterus, I think, or something like wow. that. Wow. Yeah. And so, like, they take you into, like, the security, or not the security. Um, they, they take you into, like, Rafiki's Planet Watch when they, where, like, where they have the, the surgery center. And I thought that was really neat. And I know they show some other things, but I don't remember. But this is one of those things where, like, every week I will make sure that I watch this show. I assume if it's like a typical Disney Plus show, I'm sure that new episodes are dropping every Friday. Uh, I would hope so. You know what show I have not watched a lot of? What? Muppets Now. Yeah, I haven't either. Don't love it. I hear it is okay at best. Yeah, I really don't. And honestly, dude... My 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 not loving it boils down to one reason and one reason alone. Can you guess what it is? The voice of Kermit. Yes, I cannot get used to it. Knew that was coming. I can't get. And look, Matt Vogel does a great job. He's a wonderful puppeteer. He's he has taken over for a lot of different like classic characters. He's taken over for the Count. He's taken over for Big Bird, and now he's taken over for Kermit. And the other two, I really enjoy it. And and look, he does a fine job as Kermit. I'm not taking anything away from Matt Vogel as a performer. It, the voice is just so different. My mind has not wrapped around it or adjusted on it yet. Yeah. It's hard. I'm actually looking at my puppet building workbench right now, and I have um, two pieces of fan art that I bought at um, Megacon last year. One of them is the Muppets as the Avengers. Okay. And the other is the Muppets as the Justice League. Oh, uh, you have to send me pictures of those. I want yeah, to see they're, they're hanging over my, my workbench right now where I have the, the Vincent Valentine puppet that I'm that all I have to do is put the arms on and he's done. And I just started creating a new character uh, who is going to be a Canadian beaver. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have his head. His head is sculpt- like I sculpted the head out of the foam. Uh, but that's about as and far as And he has two arch enemies, a shark and an owl. Yes. I am just kind of building all of my like idiosyncrasies as puppets <laughs> at this point. I should make like, I, I I should make an owl um, villain, but uh, birds are hard. Birds are hard to make. Um, if I am going to make a bird, though, I really want to make a Canadian goose. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right, moving along. Uh, Hollywood Studios news: the Frozen sing along returns next week. 
So for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration will return to Disney's Hollywood Studios on October the 5th. The six-year-old show returns with a few adjustments for physical distancing both on stage and in the audience. So how many times have you sat through that? Just once. Same here, just once. And I liked it, but it was a do-once thing for me. Yeah, I mean, your daughter doesn't like want to do it. She's not like a Frozen kid. No, I mean, she wanted to do it the first time, so we did it. Okay, she never wanted to do it again. That's interesting. Nope. ABC Commissary has also reopened, uh, or is reopening early October, October 8th, actually. Quick Service Restaurant, which did not reopen with the rest of the park following its reopening, uh, will begin lunch service only from 10.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. So one more place. To I think eat. I'm going to try this next time I go. I got to tell you, man, it's not bad. It's it's gotten a lot better. I mean, like a lot, a lot better. Yeah, I mean, I know the whole menu is revamped. Yeah, completely. It's it's like really good food now. Uh, also reop- uh, just reopened uh, about ten days ago. Savi's workshop in Galaxy's Edge, the, aka the lightsaber uh, building yep. experience, has reopened. Reservations opened on September 16th in the My Disney Experience app, and then it reopened on September 20th. Uh, you will need a valid Disney Parks Pass reservation prior to making a reservation for Savi's. Walk up, walk-ups may also be available on the day of your visit. Like everything else at Walt Disney World, capacity is reduced and there is increased physical distancing. Savi's Workshop did reopen along with the rest of the park in July. However, it did not offer the lightsaber experience. Instead, it just became a place where you can buy a series of legacy lightsabers. So, like, you know, from the movies. Right. Now, we have a new um, news category this week oh wow that's like a first for a while we have not ever added a new category so this is a first outside walt disney world okay okay aulani is reopening in november now this is the disney resort in hawaii disney's aulani resort in hawaii will be will begin a phase reopening on november 1st 2020 following its closure on march 24th in a statement, Disney said, given Hawaii's recent announcement of a pre-arrival testing program for those traveling from out of state, we are working toward a phased reopening of Aulani, a Disney resort and spa beginning on Sunday, November 1st. And just like our other Disney destinations that have reopened, we are using a measured approach that focuses on the health and safety of our guests, cast, and community. There you go. Is that ever on your radar? Like, do you ever want to go to Aulani? Like, is Hawaii like a destination for you? So I've been to Hawaii, and I love Hawaii. Um, and I would love to go back. You'd think yeah, like, that... a di- like the ex- having a Disney experience there would be enough to pull you back. You think so. So here's what I really think I would do. I think if I went to Hawaii, I wouldn't feel the need to stay there. Okay. I just wouldn't. Um, I know they have a character breakfast or, yeah. you know, had previously. Uh, I would probably want to do that. Right. But I don't know if I need to stay there. Listen, Hawaii is really expensive as is. Right. So kind of putting the Disney tax on top of everything. I don't even know if you know, that trip for me isn't even feasible at the moment anyway, let alone adding that. Yeah, I get that. But it looks beautiful. It does. It looks very beautiful. You know, Dave Weicker could help you book that trip. That is true. Uh, now, outside of Aulani, uh, but still on the high seas, the Disney Cruise Line has extended its suspension to at least December the 6th. Um. Here's what they said. As we continue to refine health and safety protocols for our future return to service and await direction from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Disney Cruise Line has decided to further extend its suspension of new sailings. Sailings are canceled on board the Disney Fantasy through December 6th, the Disney Dream and Disney Wonder through December 11th, and the Disney Magic through December 12th. 
Guests booked on affected sailings who have paid their reservation in full will be offered the choice of a cruise credit to be used for a future sailing or a full refund. Guests who have not paid for their reservation in full will automatically receive a refund on what they have paid so far. Affected guests and travel agents will receive an email from Disney Cruise Line outlining the details and next steps. Uh, guests who booked their reservation through a travel agent should contact them directly with any questions. Those who book directly with Disney Cruise Line and have questions after receiving their email should call 866-325-6685 or 407-566-7797. So there you go. Now, this I know is not on your radar, the Disney Cruise. Zero uh, percent on the yeah, radar. Right. And that's the news this week. Okay. We got through well, it all. We got through it all. It was a, it was a bit of a heavy news week. Both in terms of quantity and quality, right? But uh, yeah, I think we're any. So, what else? We, you know, it's running a little early. So, you know, what's the skinny on your upcoming trip? Are you still going? Are you uh, still on the fence? I mean, let's hope, fingers crossed, that maybe I'll be able to do it. Um, how long do you? How long are you able to cancel a trip? It's been a long time since I've had to do that. You know, I've never done it, so I can't tell you for sure. I think with everything going on, Disney's being pretty lenient. Okay. Um, so hoping, well, I'm wondering about, if, I'm wondering if New Jersey did... is going to like undo the, um, the, the quarantine rule about traveling to Florida. I doubt it. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, that's kind of really the major hangup for you because, you know, that's going to stink. Uh, right. yeah. I mean, um, have you been watching any Disney plus lately? Not too much, actually. Like I said, uh, didn't mean to get the Animal Kingdom show, but just been working so much, it's been crazy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've been, I've been focusing a lot on um, on the Simpsons lately, watching that. And uh, I mean, it's just it's such a brilliant like those early episodes, those early seasons, like are brilliant. I just watched Who Shot Mr. Burns the other day. Okay. Ah, uh, forgot. Remember how like that took over the world for an entire summer? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Um. Universal's kind of done away with like like some they're they're like filling some of their roller coasters like every row instead of every other row now. Okay. So that that made a big that made a big like to do. Now when you say filling every row, like let's say the row is four and you have two people. I don't know. I don't know if they're putting people next to you. I didn't really look into it that much. They also announced that they're building that new Jurassic Park roller coaster, which was not a surprise to anybody because they've been building it for like a year now. I thought that was actually a great job of marketing, not announcing it and just being blatant about it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it did create buzz. People were talking about it, you know. Yeah, I mean, like you know, they're clearly laying the track and and putting the raptors in, and like they're literally like lowering in raptors with like no announcement. Yeah, it's just so funny. Like, did people being like, "Oh, you're building a a roller coaster," and Universal being like, "What? No." (laughs) I thought that was fun. You guys are crazy, Universal fans. You crazy. Um. Universal has started a couple of the Halloween Horror Nights uh, houses as well. During I saw that open during the daytime. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've not gone, so um, I wouldn't know. But that is the thing that has happened. Um, we're we're doing a lot with Morty currently. Okay. So much. Uh, I've developed this like I've put I've created like a whole studio in my office with like a backdrop and lighting and everything. It means I have like no room in my office for anything. Uh, between the puppet workbench, my actual work desk, and now this like little studio, but uh, we just posted a new video with Animal Kingdom stuff. We have a TikTok now for Morty Monster. 
Uh, nice. If you go on TikTok, it's Morty Monster and Friends, where we've been posting some clips from some of the videos and doing some like TikToky stuff with Morty and me, um, and my dog Taz. Taz the Taz the super dog has has appeared. The the dog wonder, as I like to call him. Love it. Um, <clears throat> or the Bark Knight. I haven't decided yet. I'm still trying to work on a nickname. Um, there was something else like I had wanted to like talk about, and now I don't remember it. I'm like completely spacing on it. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay Lightning also won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's exciting. Yes, I got to tell you, like you're a Ranger fan, right? Yep. Yeah. So I mean, like playoff hockey and more so Stanley Cup Finals. That was a nerve wracking experience. You guys are so lucky that you never ever have to deal with that. Um. Well, it's funny. I mean, the the Rangers have been to the the finals recently. Um, you know. Uh, the Rangers are doing a tremendously fast rebuild. Uh-huh. Just saying, the Stanley Cup is here right now. Right. Um, yeah, so, um, all right, I think we've vamped long enough. Um, so, probably going to have to end the show so I can go watch more Gordon Ramsay. Oh, what are you watching? Um, you know, I'm watching everything. Like, I'm watching Kitchen Nightmares. I'm watching 24 Hours to Hell and Back. And I started, and because I loved those shows so much, I started Hell's Kitchen from the very beginning. Uh, you know Hell's Kitchen is one of my guilty pleasures. Is it I really? Know oh, I'm so glad. I've seen every episode. I know it's bad. So everyone that's listening, they're like, that show is straight garbage. Yep, it is. How is it garbage? It's not garbage. No, it's not good. Come on. You have to learn how to cook fine dining, and there's only one way to learn. As with a cranky British man screaming in your face and throwing risotto at you. I, I have seen pretty much every episode of all of his shows, except I bailed out on MasterChef eventually. I have not watched it. MasterChef is the only one that I haven't watched. Well, um, I mean, I mean, there's others because he has like a million shows. He has that one on Disney right. Plus now, too. Yeah. I, I started watching. I haven't finished that yet. Uh, a friend of mine was telling me about MasterChef Junior. And he said he's like he's like really nice to the kids for like the whole time until that one episode where they have to run a dinner service, and then he turns into Gordon Ramsay at them. He does. And he doesn't. I mean, Master Chef Junior screaming curses at these children. Master Chef Junior might be the reason I stopped watching Master Chef. I don't know. I can't tell. All right. I'm currently, I think, in season four or five of Hell's Kitchen. Okay. The last one, the last season I watched was when Rock won. Oh, I liked Rock. Rock was good. Uh, Rock did great. Yeah, I, like Rock deserves. So far, I've I've liked all the winners that I've seen. Like Heather, I was Team Heather. Like, I think she was season two. I mean, I was so Team Heather. It was all about her. Uh, the The problem with this show, as opposed to like you know a real cooking show like Top Chef, is that you can kind of pick out in the first episode who's who doesn't win. actually belong there, but like their personality, which is why they're here. Right. I mean, like so. we all knew Dewberry wasn't going to win in season one. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, I had this like I I'm so entertained by Dewberry that like I really hoped that like he would bring Dewberry back like every season just to eliminate him again. Right. <laughs> Um, you know, I have heard uh, going back to Disney for a second because you know it is a Disney show. Um, I did hear a rumor that uh, that I didn't like that not a lot of the PhotoPass photographers are going to be going away and being replaced with those boxes, and that minivan service is going to be discontinued. But that's yeah, uh, minivan service I don't feel is like a super necessary thing. Man, I don't like those boxes. Not at all. But I mean, like. You got to think that like there'll still be photographers outside like the castle and the tree of life and yeah, there have to be. Here's what I don't understand though. Let's say you're going to a 
uh, meet and greet experience it's Darth Vader and you're going into like you know the Death Star and here's Darth Vader you still have to have a handler there yeah you're not letting a family of six in with Darth Vader and there's no one else there it's not how it works no definitely not there'll still be character attendants and it'll right, probably be so the character why, attendants job to like make you look at the camera why can't we just cross train that position I know it doesn't do any difference it's still limiting it to one person you're right. still getting rid of a job but I don't know I feel like uh, I don't know the box just not a huge fan not a fan of the box not a fan of the box that's why elaine my my elaine bennis from seinfeld uh cadence in my voice there right all right you about ready to get out of here for this week i am all right well that's gonna do it for jumping in the masters week folks thank you so much for joining us and you know so sorry that you know we were gone for a few weeks i was traveling i have had a lot of work to do um so it's entirely on me. It's entirely my fault. But we will be back next week, hopefully with more of the world tour, uh, if I have the time to do the research for it, which has been few and far between lately. Uh, but thank you guys for sticking with us, and we really love having you. And, you know, we have been doing this show for six years, and there's no end in sight. So thank you so much. And if you love our good buddy Peter Mandel, check him out over at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or go to RogueComics.com, the all-new RogueComics.com, I believe, right? Oh, yeah. Did you see? My, I, I did. did it a little bit. I did. I like. Uh, where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Also, folks, um, if you're booking a trip to any Disney property throughout the known world or Universal Resorts, uh, please check out our buddy Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who's going to plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. You can always catch Dave at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. And if you're renting a Cripper stroller on those vacations in the Orlando area, Kingdom Strollers is your stroller and crib destination. So check them out at KingdomStrollers.com. And for me, folks, first and foremost, that Morty Monster YouTube channel. That is a little monster that just will not quit. Uh, we are actually doing a live stream with Morty on Friday, uh, October the 2nd. Uh, on Instagram. So more information on that can be found on Instagram at Morty Monster and Friends. Um, so I'm trying to do more of those. And of course, check out the YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash Morty Monster, and uh, see what we got cooking. And uh, please, on TikTok, at Morty Monster and Friends. We, we want to get more of a TikTok community going. And of course, my books are also available. Uh, Rossinanti and the Decimation of Cassid are available now in audiobook form so make sure you pick that up you can get that through audible.com and um you know all the books are up on amazon so thank you guys so much for joining us again this and every week pete any closing words i hope we get to do it again real soon yeah please folks keep the magic alive every day of your lives we will see you next week on two men and the mouse so there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.